This is episode 167, How Can I Be More Motivated with Desiree. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they wanna accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. It is the week of Thanksgiving here in the States, and I've got a free gratitation meditation for you. So be sure to follow me on Instagram. That's where I'll be posting and announcing where you can get a free gratitude meditation and visualization from me. And I just want to say, whether you live in the United States and celebrate Thanksgiving or not, that I am super uber duper extra califragilisticexpialidocious. I just mispronounced that, I'm sure. Grateful for all of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for posting about the podcast. Thank you for sharing it. And thank you to all of you who entered into the contest by submitting your reviews for the show. I did an anniversary contest and gave away three prizes for my listeners, one of which was to get top of the list for a coaching session with me on the air. And that is what you're going to hear today. So Desiree, our guest on the show, she entered the contest, she submitted a review, and she was chosen to be today's guest. So thank you, Desiree, for entering the contest, and thank you so much for being on the show today. So I am once again nursing a little bit of an injury. I say once again because I had my stress fracture in my foot earlier this year. Seems like so many of my lessons this year are really about getting back into my body and listening more deeply to my intuition. I don't know if I shared this on the air yet, but the reason that I'm feeling a bit injured is because I had a chiropractic adjustment and I usually am all for chiropractic. It's just really listening to our intuition and going to the right person. But I had the opportunity to be adjusted by someone. My intuition said no. I saw everyone else who was at a group event be adjusted and say it was amazing. And the guy giving it said it was like this amazing technique. Again, intuition said no. But then my mind of, oh, maybe I'll be missing out. FOMO kicked in. And I'm like, oh, I should do this. Well, the next day, boy, did I regret it. And that was the beginning of October. And I'm still dealing with some neck and back discomfort. So I have been really, really using anything I possibly can to go to deeper levels of healing, both emotionally, but also physically. And I want to tell you about something that's been super, super helpful in the process because a lot of times when we're dealing with a physical injury, inflammation becomes a problem and becomes one of the reasons that the body doesn't heal as quickly as we'd like it to. And I've been using something called the Jove Light. It's an full body red light therapy. Been lucky to have one. And I want to tell you a little bit about what it does. So like I said, it's the only red light therapy that honestly I've been using every day. And this is supported by a robust amount of clinical literature. It's said that red light therapy helps with everything from enhanced muscle recovery to reduce joint pain. Like I said, I've been personally using the Jove and I've seen noticeable improvements both in my skin health and my pain level. It's helping me reduce the inflammation in my body. 
So Jove light uses a unique combination of red light and near-infrared light to accomplish a variety of health benefits. Other benefits are improved thyroid function. It also helps with hair loss. The easiest way I can explain it is it gives your mitochondria, like the cells in your body, a jumpstart. And when you improve your cellular health, you improve your overall health. It's truly one of the easiest things I do for my health every day, and it's part of my morning and evening routine now. Jove is also third-party tested and FDA approved, so you know that it works. So if you want to learn more about this, go to joovv.com. Again, joovv.com. And I just want to thank them. They sent me a light to try a while ago. And with all my traveling and not being grounded, I couldn't use it for a while. And now I'm using it and I'm really, really feeling the benefits. I just actually lay it down on my floor and lay in front of it and do my meditation or listen to a podcast or something like that. So again, it's joovv.com. All right. As I said, I have Desiree on the show today and her question is about feeling more motivated, but per usual, that's really not what we dive into on the show. Although for those of you who want to be more motivated, we do answer that question. We just get to the deeper why of like really why she's not feeling quote unquote motivated. So if you can relate to that, if you know that there's a lot of things that you think you should be doing, but you're not doing, or if you really feel like you struggle with perfectionism in any way, or if you have creative projects that you aren't getting going, then I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. As you are listening, consider, are you really feeling a block to motivation or could it be true that you're just blocking your feelings? Did you grow up in a house where it was safe to express yourself, both express all your gifts and your joy, and also express your feelings? And now, how do you express your feelings? Are you aware that you're even feeling anything? Do you suppress your feelings and kind of just sweep them under the rug? And finally, are you incredibly critical? Do you feel ashamed a lot, insecure, and even nervous when you talk to people or you're in a group? So keep these questions in mind as you're listening to my coaching session with Desiree. It takes us about three or so minutes to really get into the meat of this coaching call. So definitely stick with it because we do some beautiful work. So now on to my coaching call with Desiree. Desiree, welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi, Christine. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for talking with me. My pleasure. So I guess my question is how I can be more motivated. I feel like I get really excited about goals and then I don't follow through. And I feel like I kind of self-talk my way out of doing things. But I know deep down I really want to follow through and meet my goals. Can you give me an example? An example? Well, I got my bachelor's degree in psychology And I really wanted to be like in a helping field, but I never followed through with going to graduate school. I think about it, but I'm not sure exactly. I can't commit to one thing. I'm also trying to write a screenplay and I feel like I like finished it 90% and I've been sitting on it and I can't for some reason bring myself to set like realistic goals and Mm -hmm. stick to them. I feel like Mm -hmm. what do you define as a realistic goal? Like I think for me to just say, oh, I should have this done, let's finish it, is not specific enough. Like mm-hmm. I'll tell myself, oh, just write a page today or just sit down for 30 minutes and then 
I always convince myself, oh, let's just do it tomorrow. Like, okay. you've been at work all day. I'm tired, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you get, kind of give yourself an excuse out of it. Yes. I okay. feel like I do that with things and I get really excited about it until it comes time to actually follow through. Okay. And tell me something you have followed through with. I mean, I feel like I'm good at doing things that have more of an external motivation for me. Like at my job, I feel like I do well and I feel like I I can be a people pleaser. So I feel like if there are other people involved, I am really good at following through and doing a good job. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to like things that I need to do on my own, I have more of a struggle with that. Okay. Is that really true? You've never completed anything that didn't have someone else in the outside world that you were accountable to for? I guess finishing my bachelor's degree mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yep. I did get like a certification in uh, phlebotomy on my own. Okay. But I feel like those were more, I don't know, like I feel like the, like the screenplay thing is really personal yep. and I feel like just even the helping profession, I feel like that's maybe more emotional and personal. Okay. So you've got a bachelor's degree in psychology. You listen to the show. I'm sure you've given some thought as to what is your block when it comes to what you call motivation. What have you come Mm -hmm. up with so far? I guess perfectionism is a problem for sure. Like I feel like I have to be really good at something and I'm getting better at that as far as being more patient with myself and following through with some things. So let me ask you this, because I know you're nervous, so that's that's part of it. But I can also hear in your voice, you're talking, but you're almost so concerned about what you're saying that it impacts your ability to just like speak freely. It's like you're judging yourself as you're talking. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do feel that. Okay. Okay. So tell me how you feel that. How do you experience that in your mind, in your body? I would say shame for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like I do have a lot of shame. Mm-hmm. And what do you have shame about? I don't know. I've, I had a really hard time in my childhood with just being myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had to suppress who I was and be as invisible as I could. Why did you have to suppress and be invisible? I don't know. Like if I expressed anything negative to my mother, she would pretty much ignore me. And I don't know, I just felt ignored a lot. And like I had to kind of put on a show that I was happy. Mm -hmm. So you said something so key there. If I expressed, you said negatively, but let's just use the term. If I expressed, I felt ignored. So can you see how there's some part of your mind and stay with the emotion because this is really great. Now we're really getting somewhere. So can you see how there's a part of you that believes if you express, write a screenplay, pursue psychology, whatever, if you really express yourself, you'll be ignored, rejected, or judged? Yes, that's it right there. I definitely feel that. Yeah. So this isn't necessarily about perfectionism. That's sort of just the mental excuse that you've put on top of the pain. This is really about playing it safe is the only way you think that you'll stay safe. Yes, I definitely relate to that. Yeah. So you can follow a formula like your your undergrad degree, your job, those kind of things. But when it comes to really truly expressing yourself and going after what you want, that feels way too risky. It really does. It it scares me a lot to 
even put my all into something like in that regard, like it just feels super scary. Mm -hmm. What feels scary about it? What do you think will happen? I don't know. Like I feel like I'm gonna, I guess, lose that safety for sure. Like it feels, I don't know. It feels very scary. Sure. Tell me what the safety feels like. What does safety feel like to you? It just feels like I won't be disappointed, Mm -hmm. I guess. Like Mm -hmm. I, if I don't, want to feel like I put my all into something and, and I fail Mm -hmm. or be judged or rejected or any of those things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Those as well. I mean, I think that's the ultimate, I guess, failing would be being rejected. Yeah. 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 So do you see that's why you're not motivated, my love? Yes. Yeah. I do. (laughs) Be really, really hard. So first, can you just forgive yourself for putting this pressure on yourself that you should be able to motivate yourself better? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because, you know, I've talked about on the show before, like safety and love, like whatever we attach to getting those things trumps everything. It doesn't matter how many productivity books we read, how many motivating Tony Robbins videos we watch, (laughs) how many lists we make. If our actions threaten our sense of safety or our sense of feeling loved and basically not rejected in the world, the safety is always going to trump it. Okay. Okay. So first, can you take a deep breath and can you say out loud, I forgive myself for judging myself for not being motivated enough? I forgive myself for judging myself for not being motivated enough. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the first thing. Because do you see how shame has been a big part of your life for a long time? And you're even ashamed that you haven't done more. You're ashamed that you haven't finished things that you said you would. You're ashamed that you're not as like motivated as you think you should be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So a big part of where you are from my perspective is healing your shame and the shame that you're experiencing about not being motivated enough, the judgment you're feeling about that is your doorway into a deeper level of healing of the shame you experienced as a child and young adult. Okay. And where are you in with your family relationships now? I feel like my mother and I were actually enmeshed mm-hmm. a lot. And I feel like I pulled away from that in the past year. And it has been hard on me because I know it's been hard on her. But I do have other people in my family that I can talk to. And my boyfriend, he's really great too. Mm-hmm. How old are you now? I'm 32. Okay. Great. So this is a beautiful time to shift. So you said to me in the beginning of the call, how can I be more motivated? And I actually want to shift to how can I be more mothering? Okay. Motivation is not what you need right now. Mothering is what you need. Okay. So tell me how you wish your mother would have been with you. I wish she would have noticed when I was upset. I wish she would have encouraged me to talk about my feelings and I wish she would have validated my feelings. Mm-hmm. Anything else? I don't know. I guess I wish I would have felt safer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me ask you this. How often do you actually notice when you're upset? Like you feel into your body and you notice you're upset versus kind of just going on with your doing list or distracting yourself in some other way? I feel like I definitely distract myself and I let my feelings 
build up, even though I try really hard to notice when I'm feeling something, I feel mm-hmm. like I've pushed things down for yep. so many years that it's difficult for me to, I guess, recognize them when right. they come up. Right. So that's beautiful awareness, beautiful awareness. You're doing really great. So just notice all those things you said, noticing when I was upset, encouraging me to talk about my feelings, validating my feelings, and then feeling safe. <laughs> you basically just gave yourself your own prescription in exactly the right order. So your opportunity right now in terms of being more mothering is first to just notice what you're feeling. Notice when you're upset, stop sweeping things under the rug. And then once you feel it, step two, encourage yourself to talk about it with yourself. Journal, do release writing, do the temper tantrum technique that I talk about. Be vulnerable with your friends and your boyfriends. Then step three, really validate your feelings. Really validate, it's okay for me to feel this way. Forgive myself for judging my feelings. Like it's okay for me to feel sad right now. It's okay for me to be angry. I, I, I have compassion for myself. And then when you do steps one through three, guess what? You're going to feel safe. Okay. Okay. So now what's happening in your body? Now what are you feeling? I feel calmer for sure. Yeah, I feel more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And why do you think that is? I feel like I'm giving myself saying those things would give myself the space to mm-hmm. be myself and honor my feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rather than push them under the rug. Yes. Because the other reason that you're not feeling quote unquote motivated, which eventually after you really start to feel more will turn it into inspiration and you won't need to try to do it because inspiration just naturally pulls us forward. But what is happening now is it's taking a lot of energy to suppress the feelings. I mean, you said you're suppressing a lot. So it's taking a lot of energy. And so all that energy is making it harder to have any energy for inspiration and creativity. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And just imagine, you know, as you start to really feel these feelings and express them, just imagine how inspired you're going to feel. Yeah. What is your screenplay about? Oh, well, it's a lot about my relationship with my mother, I feel like. It's um yeah, it gets into some pretty complex stuff that I feel like I've gone through with her. Like what? Just like feeling ignored and having a lot of criticism and just about like how she had an, another child later and It just kind of affected me because I felt like I didn't have a good childhood. And then watching her bring somebody else into the world, that really impacted my life. How so? I don't know. I just have a lot of guilt for that as well, like leaving him in another state when I'm, I don't know, I feel like I have a connection to him, but it's hard for me to be around my family because of my mom. So this is your younger sibling that is harder yes. for you to be around. Okay. Yes, I have. It's just me and my okay. brother. Yeah. Okay. All right. So in the screenplay, what happens? In the screenplay, the main character finds out 
to some secrets about the mother in the play. And it's, it's hard for me to talk about. I'm sorry. I feel like even ashamed of talking about my sleep life. Well, this is how we, well, one of the ways that we heal shame is we bring it into the light. Yes. So you're doing great. Thank you. Thank you. So it's just about like kind of uncovering the secrets and just coming into her own and realizing that she's strong enough to be the person that she wants to be. Mm-hmm. And what were the secrets? It's kind of a thriller. Like I have it being about like pro-choice protesters versus like an abortion clinic kind of thriller going. It's hard for me to explain. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. But the reason I'm asking these things is because your creativity is helping you here. You know, so often the best movies and pieces of art and pieces of music come from people channeling their pain. Mm -hmm. So the reason I'm asking is for some of the, the metaphors that may exist and for some of the solutions that you're really seeking. So what's the bottom line secret about the mother? That she wasn't as good of a mother as she was pretending to be. Mm. Mm. And would you like your mother, your own mother, to say to you, Desiree, I'm sorry, I wasn't as good of a mother as I was pretending to be. And I made you pretend that I was. I think that would be very healing for me to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just heard it. Okay. And I know it doesn't come from your mother. We don't always get the apology from people that we want because a lot of times they're incapable. It would be incredibly painful for your mother to actually feel and admit the kind of mother that she was. She may never be able to do it in this lifetime because it'd be too painful. Maybe she will, maybe she won't. But if you're waiting for an apology for her to finally feel good about you, I suggest ending your waiting time. And this okay. is where mothering yourself is so important and why you've written the draft of a screenplay where this main character comes into her own. So tell me, how does she come into her own? Um, she lives her life the way she wants to versus, you know, all of the things that her mother was trying to guide her towards that mm -hmm. weren't really in line with her values. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So she lives according to her values. And what does she end up doing with the relationship with her mother? I don't really know that part yet. Ah, <laughs> plot twist. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. I suggest that you don't write that part out yet. What you have right now in the screenplay is, well, the story and you've got your, your desire, you know, kind of what you're waiting for. And then you've got the kind of happy ending that happens, this character coming into her own. But what you don't quite yet have is what that looks like. What does living a life according to her own values look like? And from my point of view, the reason you haven't gotten there yet is because there's a part of you that's still waiting for your mother to change. And there's still part of you that's holding on. And I know consciously, you know, she probably won't, but can you see that the little girl inside 
still really, really, really wants uh, like a mommy, like a mother. She feels like she didn't have one. Yes, I can definitely see that. Yeah. So right now, coming into your own means mothering yourself. It means doing all those things you said to me, noticing your feelings, talking about them, validating them, and giving yourself a feeling of safety. Okay. And as you're doing that, I think that you'll have more inspiration for writing the screenplay. I think the reason you feel stuck is because you're stuck in your own processing of this. You're not allowing yourself to go to the depths of feeling that you need to, to be able to birth the screenplay. Yes, I can definitely relate to that. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. So in your words, what are your next steps? Um, My next steps are to pay more attention to my feelings. Mm -hmm. Don't ignore them. Don't stuff them away. Maybe journal and and write how I'm feeling and be okay with letting it out and validating. Mm -hmm. And helping yourself feel more safe by having so much compassion and permission and also take, taking off the shame. So I know you said it felt a little shameful to start talking about your screenplay, but how did it feel once we talked about it? It, it was easier. Yeah. Once you, mm-hmm. once you've made me feel more comfortable for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how did I make you feel more comfortable? By reminding me that you know, these things need to see the light and Mm -hmm. that it's okay to be vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you do with yourself when things start to feel shameful or uncomfortable? Just remind myself that Mm -hmm. it's okay. I'm human. Mm -hmm. I can be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So can we drop the, I need to be more motivated and can we drop the label of perfectionist? And shift to how do I become more mothering with myself and realize the biggest roadblock isn't that I'm a perfectionist. My biggest roadblock is that I've been stuffing my feelings and I want to be a helper and I want to be a writer and I want to creatively express in the world. And in order to be a helper and creatively express in the world, I have to feel my feelings. Yes, that seems very obvious to me now. (laughs) Yeah. Perfectionism was just another way you were suppressing. It's just a suppression strategy. Okay. I'm excited to read your screenplay. What's the name of it? Oh, (laughs) I have a couple of different names, but Embers is one of them that I've been sticking with. And what does that mean to you? Just burning off what you don't need. Mm -hmm. What don't you need right now? Just this critical voice that won't let me feel what I'm feeling and be vulnerable and be creative and let that come out. Yep. Yep. And then the Phoenix rises through the ashes. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you, Desiree, so much for feeling, for being willing to feel. You made a lot of progress just in the 20 minutes that we were on the phone today. I love that Desiree was able to really practice bringing the light to the thing that she felt shamed about, expressing her feelings, expressing her fears, and also sharing about her screenplay. I think it was really important for her to give voice to that, to give voice to her creative expression and to start celebrating it and let it feel more real, even if it's not finished. 
And you know, I think that, that gets in our way so often. We're so attached to the goal. We're so attached to the result that we don't celebrate the progress at all. We don't let the process be fun. My gosh, it takes nine months for a human being to be born. <laughs> we don't have the idea of, oh, I'm going to have a child and then boom, it just happens. It's a process. And every step of the journey is beautiful. So please take off that perfectionistic hat. Stop trying to, quote unquote, be motivated and productive and really enjoy where you are in the journey. And I'm curious if you related to that feeling of wanting to be more motivated, but by listening to this episode, you realize that actually motivation isn't what you need, but mothering is what you need. Often when we have a parent that's hard on us or that doesn't create a safe space, we think that doing things is going to get us safety and get us love and feeling things is dangerous. And because of that, we kind of miss out on being mothered. And anybody can be a quote unquote mother, male, female, it doesn't matter what age you are. Mothering is more about the archetype of mother, holding a space of compassion, nurturing, that voice that says, it's okay, baby, let it out. I'm here. I gotcha. Whether you want to shine bright or cry your eyes out, I gotcha. So maybe you don't need to be motivated right now. Maybe you need some mothering. And Desiree knew exactly how to do it. You know, the things that we so badly wish someone else would have done for us, like a parent, are the things that we so badly need to do for ourselves. If we expect as adults for someone else to come along and fulfill the places and the roles that our parents didn't that we yearn for, we're going to be waiting a really long time. So much of our healing and our growth happens when we consciously choose to be that parent to ourself that we didn't have. Another thing I wanted to point out with Desiree is how we really got into the meat of this call is, once again, I wasn't trying to solve her problem. I wasn't really listening to her words. I was more listening to the words the energy wrote on. And I could hear in her voice a lot of shame, a lot of self-judgment, and a lot of hesitation. And so that's where I went with my coaching. I went into not what I was hearing in terms of the words, but what I was hearing energetically. And that's what really, really opened up the breakthrough in this conversation with Desiree. She felt like if she really, truly ever expressed, (laughs) bad things would happen. So she's lived a life of playing it safe. And if you want to play it safe, you're never going to take risks. Now, you're never going to really go after your dreams because dreams can feel risky. Going after those things that we really want, creatively expressing ourselves, shining our light in the world, ooh, that can feel risky, especially if when we did it as kids, it didn't go over so well. So no wonder she's not, quote unquote, feeling motivated. So the mothering part, the really being that mother to herself, that's going to make her feel safe. And then once she feels safe then it's going to be more natural for her to share and express in the world. You saw it when I talked to her about her screenplay. I had a sneaky suspicion that the screenplay had to do with her life and the issues we were talking about. And you saw that as she felt safe in our conversation, because I was holding that archetype of a mother, she started to express. She started to talk about the screenplay. It started to feel really exciting to her because she felt safe. Yeah, she stumbled a couple times and she felt a little nervous, but she was able to talk about it. And isn't it beautiful 
that the ending of the screenplay is really what she's desiring most, coming into her own. Yet she can't quite get there quite yet. You know, there's a part of the plot that's missing, and that part is the healing work. Maybe in the screenplay, the character will find out these secrets about her mother, but she'll also forgive her mother. She'll also have compassion for her mother's experience. She'll see that her mother probably wasn't mothered or wasn't fathered. And she'll come into her own without having to make her mother wrong. She'll be able to come into her own as her own mother to herself with appreciation for the mother that she chose in this lifetime and live according to the values that she wants to live according to. And I love that she wants to call it embers because truly so many of us are carrying around things that we don't need anymore. So what judgments, what pain, what limiting belief, what stories need to be burned? And it's not that those things weren't important. They were an important part of your screenplay, of the story, of the story of your life. But part of growth and part of wisdom is knowing when a certain chapter needs to end and a new story needs to be written. So consider that. If you were writing a screenplay of your life right now, what would you as the protagonist, the main character, need to go through to come into your own and to have the happy ending that you deserve? Who would you need to forgive? What would you need to feel? Who would you need to be inside yourself? What would you need to express to have that beautiful happy ending that you dream of? And you don't have to wait forever to have it. That can happen sooner than you think. So be willing to dive in. Be willing to do the work. And you know, I'm always here to support you. My personal mastery course, christinehasser.com slash mastery is always open. You get coaching once a month from me. Lots and lots and lots of curriculum. And my spring retreat is coming up in March for women. christinehasser.com slash spring dash retreat or email jill at christinehasler.com if you have any questions about how we can serve you. That's our show for today. I'm sending you all so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.